He has been incredibly vocal. He's been out on the streets during uh, during over the last week. Part of the demonstrations. Um, and one thing that he said, and I'm going to start off by asking him this, that he said in the last 24 hours is, right now we have the wrong president, the wrong governor, and the wrong mayor. Mr. Public Advocate, thank you for joining me here again on WBAI. Can you talk a little about that quote, why you say we have the wrong president, governor, and mayor at this time? Thanks very much. Um, you know, all of them are responding in very similar ways. Uh, some of them just have bigger armies than others. Uh, I haven't really seen the rubber bullets or the tear gas to take a photo op, but uh, I might imagine that's what's next. All of them are talking about the need to protect property and, and, and why they're sending in additional police to a police brutality protest um, and setting curfews. And as an elected official, we understand that we want to protect property and make folks feel safe, but we haven't seen any of that energy when it comes to addressing actual concerns. None of them have said, here's our plan to make sure that black lives do matter. Uh, nobody has talked about that. It seems to be the afterthought. And that's a common theme. And when we just got off of the pandemic, actually, they all made horrible mistakes. All three of them made errors that have caused dealing in the black and brown community. So if you're a Democrat or Republican, regardless of what you say, if your actions lead to the same thing, now, what's the difference? Mr. Public Advocate, how do we make sure that the death of George Floyd is not forgotten? <laughs> One, um, we need our leaders to step up and say, I understand you, I hear you, and here's the plan. And none of this is new. And so we have many bills and policies there right now, getting rid of 58. Uh, giving advice and consent to the city council uh, so they can vote on the police commissioner. There's a ton of things that we can do right now. People can say, we are going to do this. The budget is coming up. The mayor can say, we're going to, instead of cutting every single youth job that's in the city of New York, we're going to cut the budget of the police department, which is the only agency that's been left intact. We can't hire police, I'm sorry, firefighters. Uh, we can't hire social workers anything but we're hiring the police and they have a six billion dollar budget and they're the only age while the budget for the youth uh, is cutting 40 percent for the youth division the, the, the youth department and all of the youth jobs are gone the governor is cutting medicaid right now after communities have been ravaged by coronavirus he refuses to entertain every, any revenue uh raising options including raising revenue for people who make who have Luxury yachts and luxury planes, that's all we ask for. And so these are things that we can say and do. It has to be real and tangible. Because since every time this thing happens, the choir is, okay, everyone calm down, we're going to do something. And this happens over and over and over again. I applaud the city council, who right now uh, are the leadership of Speaker Johnson, putting forth a package of bills to uh, address some of the police abuses uh, without accountability. Those are the kind of steps that we have to take and we have to take them right now. And I know we only have a few minutes left. You know, you've been out there on the streets. You uh, have been uh, among people who have been demonstrating. 
you know, what do you predict we're going to see in the next few days as we move ahead? Do you see that that this is we're going to continue to have uh, still significant friction here in New York City uh, between the NYPD and peaceful demonstrators? What do you you know, given your your uh, uh, insight, what do you think will happen? I mean, I hope the response by this mayor has been the worst. He's done everything to increase friction, everything. From the first protest day, when he surrounded protesters with a massive show of force and started penning people in. The biggest concern, we don't want people in the streets. Why? Why do you not want them to let out their frustration and anger? Why do you want to pin them in? You know what's going to happen. And then this curfew was the dumbest thing in the world. Both the mayor and the government. They're not even speaking or listening to the people who represent these areas, the people who are closer to the ground, who are letting you know you are making a mockery, just like you did with the pandemic. You're failing these communities again. And I hope that we don't see the clashes because people are just allowed to protest. And frankly, it's not good for anybody. There were two officers uh, that are in serious condition right now. Um, and I am thankful that their families will see them again. Uh, they were hit by cars. There are protesters who were hit by a police car. Protesters who I've seen banged up. The way the mayor uh, responded is closer to Trump than anything else. And it's very, very unfortunate because they came to be something different. So what we need to see is a release of the tension. You know, last night and the night before, I saw things that if I was told, I may not have believed it. It was just so outlandish that this would come from this mayor. This I expect this maybe from the last administration or administration before that, but not from this mayor. And then we need to see the governor and the mayor speaking and articulating what their plan is for the righteous anger and frustration that's being expressed. And I know we've only got about a minute or so left. How do you think people are going to look back at this moment in history? Well, one, we definitely on history. Um, and we're going to see uh, the appalling lack of leadership uh, across this country, um, particularly by the federal government. And right here in the city, a failure at the city and state level, just tremendous. We're going to look back and see the decisions that were made by this government during the pandemic, by the Maryland pandemic, cost tens of thousands of lives. And they're going to see how they handle uh, people uh, who were saying we're tired of this. We're sick of living like this. And people who wanted to come out and say, yes, we're sick of seeing our fellow New Yorkers uh, live like this. And instead of finding a solution to that problem, they made it worse. Public advocate, Jumani Williams, say, I want to... Oh, no, go I ahead, sir. Say, I, have, I have faith in us. So my hope is that when history looks back, they will say that those leaders failed. But the people of New York City and New York State and the country kept going, and because of that, uh, there's a lot of changes that were made. Public advocate Jumani Williams, thank you so much for taking the time today to call into WBAI. Thank you.